Welcome back to another episode of PageCast. In this episode, we are joined by two dynamic women, Siwela Langeni, who is a children's author, marketer, and the owner of a bookstore in Malville called Book Circle Capital. She's interviewing the author of Innards, Mahochodi Wampela Machene, who is a proudly Soweto-made soul who now makes her home anywhere with sunshine and writing space. Mahochodi has also been part of the Iowa Writers' Workshop. This phenomenal debut of Ling Stories narrates the everyday lives of Soweto residents from the early years of apartheid to its dissolution and beyond. Set in Soweto, the urban heartbeat of South Africa, Inets tells the intimate stories of everyday black people processing the savagery of apartheid with grit, wit, and their own distinctive bewildering humor. Rich with the thrilling textures of township language and life, Inets braids the voices and perspectives of the cast of characters into a breathtaking collection, flushed with forgiveness, rage, ugliness, and beauty. Inets is an uncompromising depiction of black South Africa. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the PageCast podcast brought to you by Jonathan Ball. My name is Soela Langeni from Book Circle Capital. I am so excited and honored today. I've got a guest, Maroro Diwampila Machene, author mm-hmm. of Innards, who's in the house to talk to us about your book. How are you? Oh, I'm so delighted to be here. Loena, Soela, thank you so much. Thank oh. you for having me. So, so excited. I mean, Inads has been making waves. It's been recommended on Oprah Daily as the best book to read from, from Africa this year. It's been reviewed by the New York Times. How do you feel about this? How, how, how has this all been? Thank you. I am so, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously I'm very happy. I'm overjoyed at yeah. all this good recognition, mm-hmm. including just recently Marie Claire named Inads one of its top books for 2023. And I'm like, wait, what? What? My little baby? Yeah. It feels like watching my little baby out in the world. Yeah. And like you said, she's making waves and yeah. she can swim and people are recognizing her. So it feels really gratifying. But I have to say mm. the most um, profound and beautiful and rewarding part of this book being in the world mm. is seeing it sitting on your bookshelf here right? Yeah. In South Africa, in Johannesburg, and recently in Soweto, the place that inspired it. Yeah. So gratifying. We are so happy. And, and we recently had the honor of launching the book here at Book Circle Capital. And it, it was so wonderful because we had lots of family and yes. neighbors and yes. people we grew up with uh, who were just like happy that the baby is home. Yes. And and and, yes. and that was just such a wonderful experience because people had been reading about it all over and today it's here and we're grateful for Jonathan Ball for, for making sure that it comes here. Absolutely. So Absolutely. but I mean what what is how did this book come about? What is Innards? So Innards is I mean my shorthand is this is a love story, a love poem to yeah. Soweto specifically, but South Africa's overall our experience as black south africans but it's a party where everybody is welcome right it's not an exclusive like nobody else yeah and the way it came about is cursory of course um like all good things it started off as (laughs) i have to be really honest it Mm. started off in mental health challenges right okay i Came back from a very big trip. I'm a social entrepreneur. That's yeah. some of my training. Yeah. And I was in on the continent yeah. for 
an amazing trip. We were invited by an American philanthropist to come and do some work there. Mm. Flew back to New York and a lot of things happened on that trip that didn't go according to plan. Coming back, I just found myself like, I am not me completely. And I don't recognize myself. My energy was gone. I just didn't have all of the life force that I'm so used to being fully tapped into. And the only thing that saved me, what brought me back word by word, sentence by sentence, were stories. Wow. Like just telling, writing these stories. Like I say, it started off with wanting to tell just one specific story and not even realizing that this is what's happening. I'm receiving medicine, right? The other day when you and I were here for the book launch, I spoke about the ancestors and their centrality in making this book, but also in healing and how much our way of understanding what the ancestors do for us through the arts. You know, Mama Miriam Makeba had a really beautiful way. What what does it mean when she's on stage? She's like, actually, um, I don't remember most of what happens. Mm. They just come, they take over. They just become fans. They just take over. I am no Mama Miriam Makeba, but I am so deeply attuned to that powerful and transformative thing that happens because it happened to me yeah I was not myself like I say and I was facing this kind of depression that's like whoa yeah whoa what's what's going on like let me pay attention here yeah what saved me is I believe my ancestors speaking to me through these words through these stories yeah and I mean the title in that mm. um, you know talks about Inwardness yes. that, that you refer and you've seen it across all the stories and, and the main story itself, which is the main character of Tatomukolo, that's has a, a mini butcher that sells yeah. peanuts yeah. in South Africa, Madeng, as we call it. And and, and and the cover has this little girl that's yeah. carrying chickens that we see. And and you know, I was curious about the cover. And, mm. and the choice of the word inats. Mm. Maybe elaborate a little bit about that. I'd love to. You know, this beautiful girl who is on the cover, she's actually Zimbabwean. Wow. And she comes to us from a powerful young artist mm. um, who is a Zimbabwean. She's internationally recognized mm. artist. She's based in the UK. She actually spent some time here in yeah. South Africa as well. Bareke Kudzanai. Violet Wami. I had to open the page because I don't want to get this name the wrong. The name wrong, yeah. And she designed this. It's a gorgeous artwork, like I say. When I saw her, I'm holding her in my hand, mm. and I saw the fierceness of this face and the power behind these eyes and the pierce and how she's looking at you, but she's looking through, through you. you. She can see, she can see everything. Yeah. She can see through all the generations that are looking back, all your ancestors that are looking at her, right? She can see through all of the pain that we try to, how are you, how are you? Oh, Mm. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, she sees underneath all of that. And I love that she's carrying these chickens because she's clearly somebody, to me, she's Mm. a hustler. Mm. She is about some, she's, to me, she's on her way to making something happen with these chickens. Mm. It's either she's just slaughtered them or she's on the way to a market to be like, one, two, three must happen. Yeah. Right? yeah. But um, I must say the, the, the pierce is so important and it speaks to what you're talking about. Yeah. 
innards, yeah. not being shy about the stuff that is gnarly, the stuff that is hairy, the stuff that is intimidating sometimes to look at. And when you look at this girl, she is intimidating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's little, but she's intimidating because she's seen so much of the world and you can't fool her. Yeah. But she's still, she's so precious. Come yeah. on, like a little, little baby, yeah. right? Yeah. And you want to put your arms around her. You want to give her a hug. Um, and for me, I was like, okay, this is clearly the title story. Yeah. This is yeah. clearly the title um, cover. And it speaks so richly to what Innes is about. And I mean, what Innes is about is a collection of stories, some long, some short, some mm. poetic, mm. Uh, that talks about various characters and in, in, in set in so way to before, before apartheid, a little bit closer to when apartheid was about to end. So what did you want to show? I've heard you say you wanted to show black lives outside of the white gate. Yes. Elaborate a little bit yes. about that. That's so important. Mm. It's so important, Soela. Um, I think the project of apartheid, and quite frankly, white supremacy, mm. the whole globe, right? Mm. It's mm. not just us who have suffered from white supremacy. Sure. It works best and it is effective when it makes us believe we don't exist outside of its own validation. That machine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So without the validation of our existence without the validation of our culture by the white gaze by white supremacist forces mm. there is this kind of thing of like we're not good enough mm. we don't matter mm. you know mm. like it's it's kind of like you know that saying does a tree make a sound in the forest if it falls and nobody hears it mm. if you think about us being the tree mm. and that person who hears it being white supremacy. And mm. I'm not talking about white people. I want to be really clear. Yeah. I'm talking about the force of white supremacy, mm. what whiteness is, mm. as somebody like Tanahisi Colts mm. describes it. Mm. It mm. is a project of power. It is a project of oppression mm. and suppression. Mm. And it is the violence of what colonialism has done. Mm. And most recently for us, we experienced it through apartheid, but we lived through colonization. We lived through slavery too. Yeah. So 400 years later, mm. Mm. who are you mm. outside of this thing that constantly has its boots mm. on our neck, mm. right? Mm. And makes us think like, our language is not good enough. We mm. mm. Right? Mm. Our is yeah. not good enough. Yeah. I can't tell people my grandfather sold yeah. on a bicycle. Mm. Our culture, our jokes, our mm. small moments, the way we do our mm. hair, our celebrations. Our celebrations. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not good enough yeah. unless it's been validated by the white gaze. Yeah. And I wanted to disrupt that and yeah. say, hang on a second. Yeah. I know better than this. Yeah. I've been taught better than this. I've seen better than this. And when it's just us, Kokasi, yeah. in the townships, Soweto, you know, anywhere else, Kayulicha, any everywhere. Every, yeah. And by the way, please let me be clear. Also global. Yeah. Like the, the townships are all over the place. North Philadelphia, I yeah. can tell you 100%. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. You know, you go to Brazil, you find the favela. Same, same. You go to the Dominican Republic, you find their ghettos. Same, same. Yeah. Who are we when we are outside of the white gaze, when we're not performing blackness that is about survival, mm -hmm. that is about like somebody 
being like, oh, now um, you're okay, you're good, black, like yes. you can come. Yes. Ah, why the message? Why the message? And I mean, language is central. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I, I had such yes. fun laughing at how some words <laughs> are changed and switched around exactly to how we, we perform that language yes. today outside of that white gaze. What were you trying to do here with language? I was. I was really um, delighting. Yeah. I was delighting in language as we have made it our own. Yeah. You know, there is definitely this um, huge project all over the world, I would say, of what English is mm -hmm. because it has become the lengua franca of yeah. just about everybody in terms of doing business, right? It is the official language of so many countries, no yeah. matter how complicated our history is of how we came to it. Yeah. I think very intentionally about writing in a language that was used to oppress and repress my ancestors. Sure. This was a language of violence and conquest, right? Yeah. yeah. But what have we done to reclaim that language mm -hmm. and to make it our own and to decolonize it and to say, fine. The queen might not live here. Yeah. Walona. Queen yeah. Walona. We've got our own queens. Yes. But guess what? Yeah. We now have inherited this thing. It yeah. is alive here and yeah. it is home brewed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like when I say the word, yeah, South African. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fellow South Africans. You know? Everybody gets everybody it. Everybody gets it. Yes. You Count. all get it. Country. Yeah. yeah. When we say footsack. Yeah. Excuse me, Jonathan <laughs> Ball. Or better yet, when we say stoop. Yeah. You know, stoop was Yeah. You know, this is a language that's now in the English dictionary. Yeah. Right? Where did that come from? Yeah. When we say the word goose. Goose, it's what go batuba magula. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's now a measurement in the English language. Yeah. And it's not just us here in South Africa, like the decolonization of this language and the understanding that this is a global thing that needs to happen. People need to own it at the muscular, like cellular level of locality. Yeah. You think about somebody like Marlon James, mm. who writes in Jamaican Patois, mm. the language of his ancestors. These are people who came from West Africa, land in Jamaica. Mm. Hey, yeah. What do they do? Yeah. And now they need to like communicate in a way that's like maybe they don't want everybody to understand yes. the thing. Yes. When you read his books, Marlon James, you're like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Number one, this is not necessarily the standard English I was taught in school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I might not understand every single word here. Yeah. yeah. But Something special is happening. Speaking to me here. Something yeah. special is happening. Yeah. And I mean, it's wonderful to see that even in your book Thank where you. th th that comes through quite strongly. The stories are different, mm. you know, mm. but there are some characters that come through. Yes. They, they, they come through over. Maybe you see them earlier, but uh, earlier in the book, then much later you see them. Yes. And, yeah. and I found that so interesting because mm. sometimes in short stories, they get very compartmentalized. Mm. And I wanted to know, why that? Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's um, the nature of how I imagine this book as being like a tapestry of different voices out of this place. 
Yes. So it's so it. it's definitely fictional, right? Yes. So let's say a fictional Soweto. Yeah. And when you think about how we live and how we occupy space, we're on top of each other. Yeah. Some of that is by design, yeah. things that we want to undo. Yeah. But a lot of it is also just us, our nature. Yes. Like we come in and out of each other's lives all the time. Yes. And we are I am because we are, yes. right? So, yeah, sure. You read this story, you come to it later and you should not be surprised yeah. that you see that character coming yeah. up again because it's that interwovenness of who we are, right? But then it's also some of these characters having a lot to say, just yeah. being really, this is a craft thing of somebody kind of like wanting to take over the page. And for me as all right, I have to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm yeah, coming. Yeah. Just easy. Pause, easy, man. pause. We're going to give you your own thing in yeah. just a moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so how do you give everybody an opportunity to shine? Yeah. But at the same time, being also awake to the ways in which everybody is speaking to each other. These cannot be stories that just live in silos and isolated because that's not who we are that's not who we, and there's something you said when we we did the launch about how we don't in in on the continent there mm. isn't this uh individualism mm. things together mm. and 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 even here at book circle capital yes. i see it so much where yeah. i would meet somebody somewhere and then one day we catch up again i'm like here you are yes. and then i see what we were meant to do and yes. I that's what the story was was meant to do yes what i like about innards is i mean you've been doing a book tour you're here now in mm. south africa in south africa for a book tour but you've been other places yes. already you've yeah. been in 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 asia yeah and that appears was there what do you think it is about the book that has this global though it's set in Soweto and it's about South Africans mm. but there's this global appeal about it mm. why do you think that is mm. um you know I, I can try and answer that question obviously I'm not the most qualified yeah. I have to ask my readers but I think it's twofold um our stories are electric yeah. you know and I don't know that we always give ourselves the full permission to owning the power behind our sure. narratives and what we have to say, yeah, right? Yeah. Because of the ways that we've been conditioned. Sure. Um, so there's that. And then I also, um, I think one of the things that's really important, and this is a craft conversation too, mm. is understanding that the singular, the unique human experience that is true just for one story one person mm -hmm. and the strangeness of that story like if you can get inside of the mind and mm -hmm. the consciousness mm -hmm. of how somebody breathes how somebody goes to the bathroom when they're alone in the house yes how somebody sits and leans their head when they're on the telephone mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. all of those peculiarities that are singular to a human being they are universal. Yeah. Like once you once you narrow it down and you get it right at that individual, you actually are speaking to the whole globe. Because mm -hmm. there's a beautiful quote by um somebody named Pliny the Elder. This dude was like, yo, back, 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 way history. I think he was with the Roman Empire. Mm. Anyways, he speaks about there is nothing that is human. That can be foreign to me. Mm -hmm. And that quote is often also attributed to Maya Angelou, but she was actually quoting, quoting him, him, right? Yeah. And it essentially means this is why the thing that's singular to you, that feels like, wow, this is a very specific footprint of Soweto. How can it be? 
how can it resonate in Hong Kong? Mm. It's because as human beings, mm. we're the same. Yeah. In it. It's the same in it. It's the same thing. Yeah. So when I speak about my truth, that is the deepest truth, that is the thing that cannot be boiled down to even words, mm. honestly, right? Mm. It resonates all over the globe. Of course, people in Hong Kong and Japan will also feel like, yeah, I get it. Might not use the same words. I might not have the same shade of, you know, coming to it. But I don't might not even eat malamokhodu the yeah. same way. But yeah. let me tell you something. They do eat them, yeah. right? They yeah. do eat them. They, yeah. I mean, especially in China, they, yeah. they serve them in a really beautiful way. But my point is they recognize what is human about us and what is true yeah. and what is irreducible about all of us. Yeah. So I personally think that's a little bit of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then I think something really powerful, Suela, you know, when I say we do things together, mm. right? And mm. we don't do things alone. Mm. We have something so powerful to offer and to teach the whole world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's more than, oh my God, wow, Borna, they went through a birthday. Yeah. And then it was so sad. But then Rainbow Nation, TRC, blah, mm. blah, blah. It's like, that's part of our story. But who we are in our essence, our, just when we are. We have something to offer. And so that something is how we do everything. We always do things in community. And mm -hmm. people are drawn to that mm -hmm. because it resonates and it feels true. And it's like, this is what inhuman yeah. is supposed to be about. Mm. So good. Do you have a favorite? My favorite story was Black Christmas, as I've told you, because yeah. I could so see <laughs> so many families in it. And I wondered, and, and I know for authors, this is hard because it's like, of why course. are you asking me to choose <laughs> like children? Oh, but any that, you know, you, you want to highlight? Um, you know, I speak about the virus a lot because it stands out in the collection, not necessarily as my favorite, yeah. but... I feel like if you were in preschool and you were playing that game, which one of these does not belong? Yes. This one would clearly stand out. It would be like, wow. Yeah. Number one, timing. Yeah. This is a story that happens into the future, right? Yeah. In a timetable that we haven't yet arrived in. Yeah. Let's say 3,000 plus. Yeah. Um, number two, who is telling the story? And do I have permission to tell this mm -hmm. person's story? That's, for me, a really juicy thing. Mm -hmm. Um it is inside of the consciousness of a Fakranta, mm. white, Rua, who is so bitter and so confused and so um, disgruntled, mm. not just with the state of life in a post-apartheid South Africa, mm. but also the promises that were made to him and the what was sold to him as this is the way life is, mm, right? Mm. When you think about the white supremacist project, you kind of have to remember, and this is really important, people had to be indoctrinated yes. into it. Yes. Nobody is just born with yeah. this in their DNA. Yeah. And for this man to have been indoctrinated, but then the people who, his leaders, as he calls it, for them to have kind of just dumped him and been like, ah, actually, now Rainbow Nation. Change of plan. Oh, change of plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, 
what Hanani? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the thing that you promised me? Yeah. What about what you taught me? What about like swat khafar, roi khafar? Do we just switch? Yeah. And he also has this difficult, like he has this moment of coming up against his own innards mm-hmm. and them being challenged by the humanity of another black man. Mm-hmm. And for the first time recognizing this is just another human being yeah. when they're at the war in Namibia, yeah. right? Yeah. And that undoes him because it's like, I've been told this one thing, I'm experiencing this other thing that's confusing the heck out of me because, mm-hmm. you know, I love this man in a way that I don't have words for and I'm conflicted about it. And then what ends up happening at the end, I won't spoil it, Yes, really, really, really undoes him because it's like, wow, who am I? Yeah. Who am I? Am I, which, which one am I a product of? Am I a product of the way I've been indoctrinated into white supremacy? Yeah. Or am I a product of what they're telling us now we need to all do? Yeah. You know, like Rainbow Nation. Nature, nurture, what's happening? Which one? Yeah. Or am I the person who did the thing at the border? Hmm. Yeah. Innards, <laughs> innards uh, forces us to look into our own innards. Mm. And uh, this is a book that's worth reading. That's mm-hmm. worth gifting this, 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 this season. That's worth spreading all over, you know. And as you mm-hmm. show us, it's beyond even South African borders. But yes. it helps us as South African to celebrate ourselves. Yes. Beyond existing narratives of what's yes. been written about. We thank you and congratulate you on this work. Oh, what's you. next besides promoting innards? Thank you so much. Zoella, what is next is continuing the joyful themes inside of Innards. Yeah. You know, it was a challenging book to write. And what helped me, the levity was really important. The humor was really important. Yes. And where I am now is wanting to double down on that in this novel that I'm working on, which I won't say very much yes. more about. Yes. But it picks up on a lot of the themes. Some of the characters even have inspired me to think a little bit broader about where are we now today? Yeah. Right? And if all of these characters could step into this physicality, what walk into say? Melville, yeah. walk into Book Circle Capital. Yeah. What happens next? Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to read that. Well, you, you, you've had it here on the PageCast podcast by Jonathan Ball. We've just had a wonderful conversation with Mahorodi Wampela Machene, who's mm-hmm. in South Africa on a book tour of Innards. Get yourself a copy in bookshops nationwide and, of course, here at Book Circle Capital. And from me, Suela Langeni, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of PageCast. We love hearing from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, please contact us at pagecastpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, keep reading and listening.